Hello there, and welcome to My Liner Notes. Dick Clark once said that music is the soundtrack to our lives, and it is on this principle that I would like to share with you the liner notes of my life story, a podcast about my unwavering, unfathomable, lifelong love of music. Music. Music has been a part of our history since there was human history. If you do a search on the oldest songs known to man, you find a few different options. One was recorded in 14 BC. Well, not recorded in 14 BC, I should say. Well, written down, I suppose. And it sounds like this. One is song and lyrics. So music and lyrics. And this is actually Hank Green, which is the only version of it that I could find, singing it. It's quite a lovely song. And then there's the oldest recorded song on a recording device of some sort, which I won't play for you now because it's quite creepy, but you get several different varieties of what is the oldest song. Now, the oldest song that both me and my mother know is Amazing Grace. probably the oldest song that most of us are familiar with. But of course, this podcast is not about the history of music. This is about my history with music. I was born June 24th, 1982, in a hospital just outside of Harrisburg, Pennsylvania. But that's not where my story starts. My story actually starts in 1951, when June Marie, last name redacted, was born into the world. My mother was alive at a time when the Beatles were popular, when the Doors first came out, when Jimi Hendrix was still alive, when Janis Joplin... You feel good 
My mother grew up in what is arguably the best possible time to be alive for music. And so it is because of that that my story does not start with me, but rather the time in which my mother was born. To be alive when Jim Morrison was alive. To see the Beatles perform on Ed Sullivan for the very first time. This was the time that my mother was alive. And I truly believe that it is because of this that she chose to raise her babies on rock and roll. Because why wouldn't you? <laughs> and when I asked my mother what was the very first song that she remembers, it was Chantilly Lease. Chantilly lace and a pretty face and a ponytail hanging down, a wiggle in the walk and a giggle in the talk. Make the world go round. There ain't nothing in the world like a big eyed girl to make me act so funny, make me spend my money, make me feel real loose like a long necked goose, like a girl. Oh, baby, that's what I like. Which I think is interesting because that was the beginning of rock and roll, that was the early history of rock and roll. And so for that to be her earliest memory, it still goes to show how rock and roll was very much a part of her upbringing and the time in which she was born. So what's the first song that I remember? Well, arguably, You see, I don't so much remember this song as I have been told pretty much my entire life that this was the song that my mother used to sing to me every single time she used to come and get me from the crib. It is a link that we have and that we will forever share. But it wasn't just Stevie Wonder that I grew up listening to. I had the pleasure of growing up with the tops. Temps. Aretha Franklin. Oh, 
And I can even remember being a child and singing in the shower to what I assumed were the lyrics to La Bamba. And these songs in particular, I think, were very palatable for a small child to grow up with. But I think that they were very important in establishing the base for my undying love of music. And as I remember getting older, we listened to the likes of Ike and Tina Turner. Although, let's be honest, Tina Turner. Blues Brothers. And then there is the song, for whatever reason, my brother convinced me that I had to, absolutely had to, under no circumstances would I be allowed to dance to this song if I was not also myself wearing a blue dress. And I believed him, and he will never, ever live that down. And then, of course, there is the one and only James Brown. Wow! I feel good. I knew that I wouldn't. I feel good. I knew that I wouldn't. So as the tops and the temps were important for establishing that base love of music, I think listening to the likes of James Brown and Tina Turner really set me on a path to understanding how important the blues and rock and roll, really, the combination of the two, how important they can be to expressing more than just simple and pretty lyrics and a nice little tune. But of course I can remember also listening to silly and fun songs like Take out the papers and the trash Or you don't get no spending cash If you don't 
ain't gonna rock and roll no more. Yaggy yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't go back. My boyfriend's back and you're gonna And of course, one of my personal favorites. Listening to all female groups like this was also an extremely important part of my childhood development, knowing that there were artists out there, and even artists of color, that could do such wonderful and beautiful things with their voices. And of course, while most children were growing up hearing their parents sing, Happy birthday to you. I can remember every single year of my life waking up to As much as there were admittedly some times that I found this to be one of the most annoying aspects of my childhood, <laughs> I can now look back on it and say that I am extremely grateful that I was given the opportunity to wake up to the Beatles every single year on my birthday, and how special and unique of a gift that was. We didn't just listen to blues music. After all, my mother was alive during the 60s. So there was a fair amount of Iron Butterfly. And I can remember actually thinking that I wanted to take a magic carpet ride. And I remember actually acting that out and playing out a scene with my brother. We actually had a 
magic carpet ride that we would fly around. Of course, it didn't go anywhere, but, you know, children's imaginations and all that. And to balance out some of this psychedelia, if that's even a word, we would also listen to CCR. But of course, I was a huge fan of the psychedelia, psychedelic music, and that, I think, was also an extremely important part of my childhood because it wasn't just about lyrics. I mean, what even are the lyrics of Inagata De Vida? Does anyone really know? It didn't matter. It was about how the music made you feel and what the music made you want to do. And I can remember dancing like a little hippie when I was even too small to know what a hippie was. But the music makes you want to move. And so all of this, really for me, was an extremely important part of growing up to become the person that I am today. But as much as my mother raised me on rock and roll, and I am eternally grateful for that, I did have balancing forces in my life. There was, of course, church music, which I may get into in a later episode, but I will at least pause here to say that the one song that had an almost Pavlovian effect on me this was the song that signaled that, thank heaven above, church is almost over. And to balance out the psychedelic blues, Aretha Franklin, James Brown, I can also remember going over to my grandmother's house and listening to... Ladies and gentlemen, it's the Lawrence Welk Show. Celebrating more than 50 years on television. And the likes of... I can remember actually kind of enjoying this. <laughs> and I think that that was another important part of my love of music. My exposure to several different types of music as a child led me to have an extremely, extremely eclectic taste. And of course, I would be remiss if I didn't take a minute to acknowledge the impact that the immortal David Bowie had on my childhood and my life. Put on your red shoes and dance the blues. Dance, dance to the song playing on the radio. And may he.
he rest in peace. Let's all put on our red shoes and dance the blues for a minute. But of course, I didn't just like the music that my mother had me listen to. There were quite a few songs that I can remember liking independently and finding on my own. Caribbean Queen by Billy Ocean. Dreamweaver by Gary Wright. I've just closed my eyes again. Climbed aboard the Dreamweaver train. And, of course, Mr. and Mr.'s Broken Wings. So take these broken wings and learn to fly again. Learn to live so free. When we hear the voices sing, the book of love will open up and let us sing. If you go through and listen to each one of these songs, you can see how the impact of the blues, the psychedelic, the David Bowie, and even in some way the Lawrence Welk and church music all informed my decisions. And because I was raised on soul, blues, rock and roll, psychedelic music, girl groups, artists of color, and Lawrence Welk, that I have learned and gained such a wide, deep, and eclectic love for the true heart of music. Heart and soul, I fell in love with you. Heart and soul, the way a fool would do madly, because you held me. And because I was raised on rock and roll, I want to take a moment to dedicate the entirety of this podcast to the woman responsible for making me love music so dang much. So, Mom, thank you for raising your babies on rock and roll. next week when prepubescent Liz learns about boy bands. Can you guess which one I liked the most? Here's a clue.
We'll also discuss teenage angsty Liz and her not-so-expected obsession. I hope you enjoyed my inaugural podcast, and I hope that you join me next month for another episode of My Liner Notes. My name is Liz, and you've been listening to My Liner Notes. You can follow me on Twitter at MyLinerNotes with a Z because I'm cool. And you can find this podcast on SoundCloud and iTunes. And of course, the title and artist for all songs presented in this podcast will be listed in the description if you're interested in learning more about the artists that helped to shape my life.